Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff on Censor. Thank you guys so much for popping on. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to it. Just hit that subscribe button and you're good to go. Also, I'm on YouTube. Go to YouTube and search DeHuff on Censored. And again, while you're there, hit that subscribe button. Do it. You're going to feel so good afterwards. Anyway, a lot to get to today. A lot of weird stuff going on in the headlines today. So we're going to jump right into it. Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> so the Met Gala, I think that's how you're supposed to say it, is going on or it went on. I don't even really know. It confuses me when I see all these people in their fancy outfits, uh, you know, swarming social media. And I'm like, what? who fucking wears that shit? Did you see where Kim Kardashian lost 16 pounds in like three weeks? That's just over five pounds a week. That's not healthy. So all she did that just so she could fit in Marilyn Monroe's legendary happy birthday dress. It can't be altered. So she had to trim down so she could fit into it. It's worth like $5 million and. Per Ripley's, believe it or not, the museum, that's who, who owns the dress. And they lent it out to her. So it sits in this darkened vault with a controlled temperature of 68 degrees, 40 to 50% humidity. Who would want to fucking wear that? I'd be scared shitless to wear something like that. I don't understand. I don't understand fashion. And I don't understand art. And it really hits home when I see all the pictures from the Met Gala. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, that being said, when you look at Kim Kardashian in that Marilyn Monroe dress, I'm like, it looks like a dress. Okay? It looks like a dress that you could probably get for maybe $100. But when you, somebody says it's worth $5 million, I'd be like, I just don't see it. Don't see it. I get that it's a famous dress, okay? But come on, really? Then you start seeing some other pictures. Jared Leto, the actor slash musician, was in a dress that looked like someone combined a slinky and Hellraiser. You know, the guy with the nails or whatever sticking out of his head? That's what he fucking looks like. I'm looking at the picture right now. It's... you. Like, if, you, if you're with him, you need a tetanus shot because somebody's going to get hurt. It's, it makes no sense to me. I get it's art, but it, that, you cannot call that fashion. That is ridiculous. It looks fucking stupid. I saw another one. I don't even know who the celebrity is, if they're even technically a celebrity. I don't know. But it looks like they're just like something out of like a cartoon. Like, the outfit is just so gigantic, and, I'm, and they can hardly move. They can hardly go up the stairs. They're like, oh, I need support. Somebody in the back. Please, please, please. Somebody on my right. It just, it, it makes no sense to me. It, it, they look fucking ridiculous. And then you have all these people praising it, be like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. It's so gorgeous. This is a uh, blah, blah, blah motherfucker who made it. Don't get it. Don't get it whatsoever do you ever see like when you see the random uh clips of people walking down the the catwalk of these fucking things and they're wearing like 
what was the one I saw the other day? And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who, how is this anything? And, and like these rich assholes think it's the, the best thing since sliced bread. They're like people wearing just like a sheet, bed sheet across them with, you know, some weird contraption around their, their junk. And they're like, oh my God, no, this is so sophisticated. I love it. This is worth $3,000 at minimum. You know, it's like, come on, dude. This is ridiculous. And so again, looking at all these pictures from the Met Gala, I don't fucking understand it. I don't, and that's fine. I get it. There's no harm in it. It's just ridiculous to me that they prop it up as this big thing. And it's just, I don't even see the, the art in it. I don't. I just see a bunch of rich pricks <laughs> flaunting that around wearing ridiculous outfits. And Jared Leto, congratulations. You win the shittiest outfit of them all. <laughs> but you're very dangerous. If he ran at you in this outfit, he could kill you, right? But man, I'll try to post the picture on my social media accounts of Jared Leto in this because it, it, it's dangerous looking. It's very dangerous looking. And then I'm just curious. If you have to have somebody assist you into getting ready, like, really, I mean, you can't put that on by yourself at all. You'll, he'd be, his fingers would be bloodied. He'd show up on the red carpet just like totally just lethargic and be like, oh, I'm so beat. I, I need to eat an orange or something. I don't know. Peanut butter sandwich. Anybody... I am about to die. I will say the one thing that stands out and it was getting a lot of attention was Blake Lively and her husband, Ryan Reynolds. And first of all, if you, if you follow anybody on social media, you should follow Ryan Reynolds. He's hilarious. Good guy. Just an amazing follow whatever, whatever platform you're on. But when he sees his wife, coming up and you can see the genuine just he was in awe of how beautiful she looked and it was just a cool moment because you always get the bullshit couples in in Hollywood and they seem like a legit couple like he's in love with her and he's just still in awe of her beauty and that's that's just cool to see you know I mean it'd be the same thing if I saw my wife you know, coming down a red carpet and just be like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. So it was really neat. It was a genuine moment where you can see that he truly loves her and just seeing them talk to each other. You, we have no idea what the fuck they're saying, but you could see that just they're interacting with each other and it was just, it was just a neat thing. Now they could have been saying, I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you too. You're a piece of shit. Oh, you're a cunt. Well, you have a small dick. I fucking hate you. But, you know, they're just smiling the whole time. We don't know. But that being said, good for them. Good for them. What was really cool and something I do understand is greatness when it comes to music. Garth Brooks. Okay, yeah, some people are like, oh, I hate country music. Give me my truck back. My dog died. <laughs> Standard cliche jokes when it comes to country music. All I can say is eat a bag of dicks. And we're going to get to this because whether you like country music or not, you have to respect this. You do. Because 
I've never heard of this before. Maybe it's happened before. Maybe it has. But this is the first time I've read about it. So Garth was doing a concert in LSU Stadium, Tiger Stadium. And he was singing his classic Call him Baton Rouge. Ah, they're in Louisiana. The crowd was so loud and so into it, it actually registered a small earthquake according to the university's simograph. That's fucking awesome. That's freaking great. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I've never heard of that. But good for him and his fans. I know as somebody that went to a Garth Brooks concert right before the pandemic, and it was at Mile High Stadium, and the the wide variety of people at the concert was jaw-dropping to me. There was a lot of heavy metal guys out there because they're just like, I just love his concerts. He just puts on such a great show. And you're like, holy shit, this guy's like wearing a giant mohawk with spikes and shit like that. No joke. And I'm like, holy fuck. And I'm there with my my wife's uh, aunt's uncle, who's a rock, like he loves Pantera and shit like that. And he's like, I, this is like my second one I've been to or third one. He He's just like, he, he just puts on a good show. You can't deny that. So I think that's fucking awesome that Garth Brooks and his fans did that. That is something you can truly hang your hat on and brag about. Be like, dude, we were so fucking loud at this Garth concert that we registered a goddamn earthquake. That's awesome. By the way, a little trivia, random trivia coming at you. What's Garth Brooks's first name? Because it's not Garth. That's his middle name. I've always known this trivia concert or trivia question because I used to be a huge Garth Brooks fan. At one time, I had a Garth Brooks watch. Yeah, I did. Okay, I wish I still had that. It's probably, it's probably not worth anything, but it'd be kind of cool to have. His first name is Troyle. Troyle. Yeah. So next time you see some random trivia question like name a celebrity who goes by a different name than their real name, Troyle. Troyle Brooks. Garth is his middle name. There you go. You're welcome. Just share that around the water cooler today. Just out of the blue. By the way, uh, boy, these TPS reports need to come out this evening. I am stressed beyond belief. Yeah, that's right. I have severe diarrhea today. And then you walk in and be like, hey, guys, did you know Garth Brooks' real first name is Troyle? And they just look at you and be like, fuck you, Todd. Well, anyway, got to go. All right, did you use, oh, this one just drives me nuts. And I'm really curious to see what you guys think about this. I can't pronounce the last guy, the guy's last name because I'm fucking stupid when it comes to people's last names. His first name's Philip. I'm going to spell his last name, and you guys can kind of, you'll, you'll understand. His last name's spelled T-S-O-T-S-O-S. I don't know how to fucking say that. I don't. I don't. Don't even want to attempt it. Anyway, he's from Ontario, Canada. He's suing his friends for $70,000 and other you know, costs after a group of his friends stole his dreams. So what happened is his friends got together and bought some lottery tickets. They ended up winning, but his, but Philip didn't actually contribute 
to this week's or that week's pot. He didn't. Now he's just like, well, I usually do. Or sometimes I just pay him back later. But then now they won, and now he's like, well, I, even though I didn't pay for it, I was gonna. It's like, come on, man. Come on. So he's pissed off. He said he should be the 17th winner because it was split between uh, 16 people. But his friends are saying he didn't pay to play. He didn't. Now, Philip told, why, why wouldn't they tell me they won? These guys are like family to me. He found out on social media that they won. Probably, here's, here's what I'm reading into this story. I'm guessing they don't like Philip. I'm guessing he's just one of those guys you're like, fuck. You know, we kind of were nice to him. And now it's just like, yeah, okay, we'll take your money and, you know, we don't win. Whatever. I, I don't know. It's just, it, the guy seems like a fucking scumbag. And they're not going to be your friends at the end of this, dude. So he named each of his 16 friends in the lawsuit and wants to be named as the 17th winner. He claims that he didn't always pay immediately for the tickets, which had uh, they had worked on a credit system for six years, and he had been part of this pool. He says that he had previously owed money with his tab, even stretching it to $100, but he always paid it back. So, I just I think it's very convenient. He's just like, oh, wait, I was gonna contribute. I was gonna, you know, do this. What a fucking dick. I don't like this guy at all, Philip. Better go, Philip. At the time of the big win, he had a tab of $30 and was told by the group's organizer to repay the debt plus another $10 to stay in the group. But apparently he hadn't done it yet. So he's saying, as of right now, the winnings are split up 16 ways for $62,500. If they were to include him, that would change it to $58,000 each. All I can say is, if there's no written contract, no money. Piss off, dude. Because I'll tell you this, there's been times where, when I was at the radio station and we all joined in together and we, we paid money to go buy some lottery tickets or, you know, lotto tickets. Somebody wrote something up, even though it was somewhat generic, and they put everybody's name on there and we each signed it. If you didn't sign it, you didn't, you didn't get a ticket bought, Right? And you had to have money right then and there. So if they don't have that, I don't see how Philip has a fucking case. He didn't pay for the ticket. He did not pay to play, so he don't get no money. <laughs> I just, I feel like that's a no-brainer. I'm very curious to see how this case works out. Because I feel like there is no case. And he just, you know, this is what you get. You either pay up front on a consistent basis you can't just all of a sudden oh shit they won guys i was gonna play oh well fuck yeah fuck off i could say that if if all of a sudden my neighbors just win a million dollars i could be like rob huh i was gonna pay to play with you and he's like 
what the fuck are you talking about? Be like, come on, right? Come on. <laughs> Remember that time my son mowed your lawn for free? Huh? Huh? Think that's worth about a million dollars, don't you think? Fucking Rob. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't think that guy has a case. Probably the worst experience you could have in the military. That's coming up next. But first, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They're amazing. They are. And they have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. They also deliver. They also have curbside pickup available. So that's really cool for you. And they also do online wine education classes, which I keep telling myself. I always see it on social media where they're saying, hey, we're doing the classes. And I, and, and, and like you can go in there and do stuff. And I just always forget. Always forget. Don't be like me. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or in Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Okay, I admit it. Before the Minna McKinnon moved to town, I didn't know a hockey puck from a hamburger. You've never had my wife's cooking, eh? Now? Now I know the plus minus of everybody on the team. And I've checked out all their girlfriends on the internet. Shh. What's that? Shh. Okay? Uh, TMI? Snay on the whole intraweb thingy. But you get the point. We love hockey at the Blake Street Tavern. Stop by the corner of Park and Blake and watch the Minna Mac with game sound throughout our 18,000 square feet. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. So a Navy sergeant in Thailand, if I was uh, Alan from Hangover, I'd say, Thailand. He has been jailed after video footage showed him allegedly forcing trainee Marines to drink human semen mixed with fish sauce. Okay? Apparently this happened last October, but now it's just resurfacing, or the, the video is just surfacing now. And apparently he was punishing the, the conscripts by forcing them to drink semen mixed with fish sauce. And long and short of it, he was detained, and now he has been pushed out of the Royal Thai Navy. So that's disgusting. And and I've heard some funny stories about weird stuff going on in the military because, listen, those ladies and guys have to relieve stress. But this is just somebody being a sick motherfucker. I will tell you a funny story, and I think I told this story a long time ago. There's, a, there's somebody I know that is in the Army, and he was saying that all of a sudden they're all eating in, what is it, the mess hall? And all of a sudden some guy runs out completely naked, with the exception of wearing a gas mask. <laughs> and the dude is like rock hard. Yes, he has a massive erection, and he's running around going, I'm a hornet, I'm a hornet, buzz, I'm a hornet. <laughs> now, while that is inappropriate, how would you not laugh? <laughs> because these people are putting their lives on the line on a daily basis. It is very stressful to be in the military from what I've heard. I have not served myself. I respect the shit out of every single person that has put their life on the line protecting this great country. Is that inappropriate? Yes. Would it be frowned upon, especially nowadays? Yes. But it's funny. <laughs> Come on. 
I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, Carl? How do you, like, I would love to see the prep for that. In a sense, <laughs> be like, he's like, oh, this is going to be good. Hold on, hold on. Oh, there you go, buddy. Can you do that away from the, the deep fryer, please? <laughs> I'm scared for you. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. A real-life vampire organization is urging caution after Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were talking about how they do blood-drinking rituals. And whatever. They drink each other's blood. So the this real life vampire organization is like, dude, hold the I'll pump the fucking brakes, people. Don't be like these dipshits. Get tested to make sure you don't have any bloodborne illnesses before you go and do this with somebody. You don't be like poking somebody with a needle and be like, I'm gonna suck your blood. <laughs> We're bonded for life. I love you. One year later they're divorced. He's a fucking psychopath. Megan Fox said that they're only drinking a few drops, not like a goblet. That would be disgusting. Either way is gross. I love my wife beyond belief, but I would not drink her blood. I'm sorry, that's disgusting. Maybe when I was younger and just like dumb, but not now. I'd be like, meh, I like you, <laughs> but not drink your blood like you. Let's be honest. And I think she would say the same thing. She's like, you're, no, fuck off. It's probably what she would say. Like, oh, hold on, let's do the reenactment. I'll, I'll be cowboy and be like, hey, honey, do you want to suck my blood? And she'd be like, oh, go fuck yourself, honey. <laughs> That's, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> I have a gift for acting. You're welcome. I just, I don't get the people that do that. And let's be honest. The only reason they came out and told everybody that they drink blood is just for attention. That's all they're doing. Nobody gives a shit about them. She's gorgeous. He's a fucking goofball. But you know what? They seem happy. But to come out and tell everybody, by the way, we drink each other's blood. No. Eh, eh. Do you need to tell everybody that? No, you don't. Because we don't care. It's disgusting. There's more harm in this because you know there's going to be some dumbass kids that'll be like, "God, it's it's pretty cool if we drink each other's blood." I've known you for like two weeks, and I know that you are going to be the love of my life. We will grow old together. I want to drink your blood. God, come on, listen, ladies, guys. If if your significant other is like, uh, let's bond each other by drinking each other's blood. Just take a step back and go, no, that's fucking disgusting. Sorry. Or just if, you, if, you're, if you're really debating it, go see your doctor and ask them, hey, do you think it's a good idea that I drink my girlfriend or boyfriend's blood? And your doctor's going to go, hey, Carl, you're fucking stupid. Don't drink somebody's blood. Boy, I could have been a doctor. Look at that. Me. Look at me giving doctor advice. <laughs> doctor advice or medical advice how about that oh people don't be dumb don't be drinking people's blood jeez there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there i don't get it also if somebody says drink uh my he here's some semen drink it they're like no fuck off beat the shit out of me i don't care not gonna drink somebody's semen unless you're into that then i guess it's fine 
Also, if you're like Jared Leto, uh, I he looks like he could be a new superhero, the Slinky. And I think I stole that joke kind of from Brad Williams, who's a comedian, because he posted the picture, and that's where I saw it from. Is is him? He, yeah, I think he said he's a Marvel's new character, Slinky Man, or something like that. Because he does look like he's wearing a fucking slinky. But then when you zoom in on it, it looks like he's wearing, there's like spikes. He looks very dangerous. Like if he came running at you, if the dress Jared Leto wasn't wearing was so tight, it, I mean, he looks like he could do some serious harm at you, uh, to you. So he'd be like running at you and just like grab a hold of you, give you a bear hug and you would die. Jared Leto, one of the most dangerous superheroes ever or supervillains. He probably would be a villain. Wasn't he Joker? I never finished that movie that he was in as the Joker. It was god-awful. Anyway, thank you guys so much for popping on the DeHuff Uncensored podcast. Truly appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button real quick as you're listening. And I truly, truly appreciate it. Also, go to YouTube and search DeHuff Uncensored if you haven't done so. And hit that subscribe button as well. Oh, thank you guys so much. Oh, man, I am exhausted this week. I'm exhausted. I'm feeling better, though, so that's good news. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, share it with your friends, give it a nice review if you're able. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd in Blake in downtown Denver. Also, Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com. It's DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.